minor swing is a signature genre uh, tune that if you play gypsy jazz, and that we refer to kind of the genre started by Django Reinhardt and Stefan Grappelli back in the 30s in, the, in France, um, that real typical piece that pretty much every gypsy jazz band plays is minor swing, and it was written by Django Reinhardt, and it has, um, it's almost a blues, and, but it's in a minor key, and it, it, it really swings well with, with guitars and violin and so we always play it because it's it, everybody recognizes it. Jazz calling card right there. That is the minor swing, and we're talking to Glenn Helgeson of Gypsy Mania. But your group is not satisfied just to play the standards of Gypsy Jazz. Uh, you write some things and adapt it to the idiom, like uh, Waltz for Bohemia. I think it's really important for jazz musicians to move forward. And, you know, we're not European gypsies. Uh, we're American uh, musicians who draw from different genres, different cultures, and so it's important to do what we can with the genre to make it our, our thing and our statement. So I think it's fun challenge to write uh, in this genre, and, and it's very satisfying to, to play these tunes um, along with some of the Django hits and, and recognizable pieces. It, it, they fit in well, and so I really enjoy doing it. What do the players today in, in Europe, in, in France, think about the, what might, some might call the Americanization of gypsy jazz? You know, that's a good question. I, I've gone out to Django in June, which is a big gathering of gypsy jazz musicians uh, out on the East Coast a few times. And, you know, of course, they are very traditional. The French gypsies, they stay real traditional with the style. And, of course, they write some of their own tunes, too. M my take on it is uh, in, a, in America, we have the blues. And, um, and so... To be an American is to incorporate more blues. And it's sort of in our DNA and it's in our hardwiring. So, you know, uh, that's what makes it, I think, a little bit of a difference. Not that European uh, gypsy musicians don't play the blues, they certainly do, but it, it's just more in the bones of American uh, musicians. Whereas I think it's more in the bones of European musicians to have more of that gypsy feeling. And that's just a real elusive thing to to try to incorporate in a style of playing. What inspired Waltz for Bohemia? Well, a couple things. One is I have a Bohemian side of my family that uh, I, I sort of joke I have the Norwegian, the German, and the Bohemian blood in me, and, and the Bohemian side is the most fun. Um, and so to honor my mother's side of the family, I wanted to write a piece 
but also I just wanted to, to do a challenge. And so what I did is I took some uh, chord changes from the song Joseph Joseph, which is an old traditional piece, changed the key, put my own melody on it, and then I changed some of the chords, uh, sort of make it my own. But it was, a, it was a way of stepping off into uh, a way of doing something in, in my own way. And you know, musicians do this all the time. They borrow from other players, other pieces, and then kind of make it their own. Speaking with Glenn Helgeson of Gypsy Mania, you have an interesting number called Curious Wander. This is another composition of yours, and it's in 5-4, and that's uh, that's not that common, but you, you pulled it off. It is not that common, and it doesn't swing. It's meant to be more of a straight eighth feeling. I uh, came across this rhythm by watching this movie called Everything's Illuminated, and it's an Eastern European rhythm, and I thought, wow, that, that's a perfect rhythm to uh, use for composing a song. So I changed the key and completely wrote my own melody to it and my own chord changes. Um, and so it reflects a little bit of that Eastern European feeling through the rhythm, and uh, it's a fun piece to play, and the crowd usually enjoys hearing it. Gypsy Mania performs its own spin on Gypsy Jazz. For information about the group, on the internet it's worldwidemusic.com or gypsymania.com. This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Phil Nussbaum speaking. (laughs) ¶¶